You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, episode 25. In this episode, I am telling you guys five things that I do daily to grow my coaching business. So get a notebook and something to write with, and we'll get started. You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, where we believe business can be simple and you can use your intuition to run towards your goal. Self-made business and success coach, Lindsay Maloney, helps you start and scale your dream coaching business. With her step-by-step intuitive and creative guidance, you'll leave ready to put her tips into action, push your business forward, and work with your dream clients. Lindsay is here to help you get unstuck and structure your brilliance into a coaching business that's sustainable and financially exhilarating. Here's your host, Lindsay Maloney. Before we get started with this episode, I want to talk to you about my program, Standout Coaching Academy, or SOCA as everyone calls it. It's a 90-day program that's going to help you book your dream clients, and this is perfect for you if you are a coach who is ready to create, launch, or scale your coaching business, if you want to fill your calendar up with dream clients who inspire you, and you want to make an impact in the world with work that you feel called to do, I want you to enroll in SOCA. SOCA is an extremely powerful program that will take your coaching business to the next level, and I have three ways that you can join me right now, be a part of the 90-day program, join other like-minded women, network with them, learn the best ways that you can build your coaching business just the way that I have created and scaled mine so you can stop having those sleepless nights with all the information overload and stop doing everything by yourself. So many coaches are struggling to get their businesses started and I want that to stop right now. So I'm inviting you to go to standoutcoachingacademy.com, check it out and enroll. Hey everyone, thanks for joining. This is something that comes really easily to me because I've been doing these five things for so long and I figured I might as well put them together and let you know what I do because it's always fun to hear what other people do in their daily lives. Even though it's not very exciting, there's no um, like magic anything that I do, but it's something that I've always been really consistent with and I believe that that is why I continue to grow my business every single day and I cannot wait to share them with you. And so there's five things. I have one bonus because it's something that I do weekly. So I couldn't include it in something that I do daily. But here's the first one that I do daily. And that is I help my students and my clients. First and foremost, I will go in and see who needs help for the day. Um, When I wake up in the morning, I have students from all over the world. So sometimes I will have questions come in from the middle of the night for me. And so before I check my email, before I do anything else, I go into my Facebook groups and I look and see who needs something, who needs feedback, who needs a congratulations on a joyous moment, who just has a question that needs answering. And I don't have set hours on when I go in and help my students because I think that's just mm, annoying. I've been part of programs where, you know, the, the teacher will come in once a week and answer questions or once a day. And I just think that's kind of not helpful because I remember when I was building my business and I had a question, like I was sitting on my computer waiting to see that notification come up that my instructor answered it because I need to know. I want to know what I'm supposed to do right now. I don't want to wait until office hours. And I had posted this a while ago that I think that so many group coaching programs are missing one important factor and that's the teacher. So many people like to 
put their programs on autopilot and then just not be present to help their students. I see that a lot and I don't ever want my program to get to that point because it won't. Um, just because your program is huge and it's growing does not mean that you should just give up your teaching, um, your call for teaching and just let people go off on their own way and not get any, any results. I want my students to get results, and I know that the reason why they're in my program is because they like what I do and they want to do that, so I can't not help them. They are the first things that are on my mind um, when I sit down at my computer, and they are the first people I will help because they invested to work with me. My clients and my students come first, and so those are the first people that I pay attention to in the morning. I go in, see who needs help, answer any questions. If it's something that needs to have live attention, so sometimes somebody will ask a really detailed question, and then I'll just go live so everyone can have that experience of getting a a really thorough answer, and that allows more opportunity for Q&A, And it's just another way to learn. And I mean, some amazing questions come up in our group. So it's so great to get those because I always say your questions are, should never stop. We should always be asking good questions. You should never strive to be the smartest person in the room. Questions are powerful and then everyone can learn from them. And I love answering them. So that is super important. And that helps me grow my business, my coaching skills. And sometimes if I want to do a little bit more research on a, on, a, on a question, then that helps me grow myself too. That helps me educate. And it just makes everyone have a better day because they're getting answers. And who doesn't like answers, right? All right. And number two is I write down my goals. And a lot of times this does not seem like a fun task to do. And I kind of like, oh, I don't want to write this down again. But gosh, it's really helpful to write down your goals, even if it's just for the day. It might even seem like a to-do because your to-dos are goals. There's something that you want to get done. So a lot of times during like a launch week or something bigger is happening, I will write that down. Like, this is my goal. I like to make it concrete and write it down. But most of the time, my goals for the day are going to be to-dos because once they're accomplished, I feel really good about them. They're extreme short-term goals, and those have to be written down. And a lot of times, I will have to just look at the day before and carry some over to the next day because things happen and I didn't quite get my list done. And that's totally fine. I used to beat myself up about that when I didn't get everything done. And so I, well, my horrible habits were I would stay up when the kids were, when the kids would go to bed and I would work. And for the last month, I've been really good about not working after the kids go to bed. And sometimes it drives me crazy, but you know, it feels really good to not work at night. It feels really good to just go do something for myself, like working out meditating and going to bed. That feels amazing. Plus, we also watch The Office before we go to bed. That's very important. So normally, my nighttime routine was um, I will put the kids to bed and then go to work until 10, 10 and go to bed. And that just kind of gets a little exhausting because I'm on the computer for, mo- for most of the day. And I don't know if I was even that productive working that late. I'm up pretty early in the morning. And that's, those are just really long days. 
And then after I had my last launch, I thought I need to up-level myself even more and do something different. And it has to involve more self-care. And that meant I just can't do the night, the working at night on weeknights anymore. Weekends, I kind of like to work at night because it's quiet and I feel really productive on the weekends. Those are, are a different story. Kids are in bed. I feel like I have more time to do like recording podcast episodes or just some quiet stuff. But changing that structure of my day was a pivotal moment because it allowed so much more creativity to come to me. I was finding that my channels were blocked and I wasn't able to like come up with as many ideas as I normally could. I was just feeling tired probably and I was just ignoring it as a lot of moms do because you're like, I don't have any other option. If I'm tired, whatever, go get more coffee. And I've even gone down to having one regular cup of coffee a day. Sometimes I'll have like decaf because I just like the taste of coffee. And I found that has even helped me too. So maybe that's some things that maybe you can change in your daily life. This isn't even one of the five tips, but I just kind of started rambling. But if you're finding yourself working way too much I want you to take a look and see how productive you really are on those times that aren't your most favorite. And if that's what's causing resistance. So when you're working at night, you're not productive. It's because there's some kind of resistance there. You're tired. You want to just go to bed and nothing's really happening. And what happens is you feel like you need to just keep trying, but it just means that you should just not. (laughs) Maybe just wake up a little bit earlier in the morning and do what you need to do. And maybe just be more um, productive with what you're doing so you're not sitting behind the computer all the time. And remember, it's okay that you don't get your to-do list done for the day. That's why I was working at night a lot because I was really hard on myself to get those things done. Because seriously, if you don't get something done at 1030 on a Monday night and you have to do it at 530 or 6 on Tuesday, no one's going to know the difference. It's going to be fine. Again, why are you being the worst boss ever? It's okay to drag tasks over to the next day, write them down again, and see if you can get to them. Not a big deal. And then I also like to break down, this is step number three, I also like to write down the action steps that I need to do. And then this is where having great workflows comes into play in your business. And I've, t- I've talked about this in our Facebook group, um, dreamclientcommunity.com, if you want to go watch it, about the workflows that I have in place in my business. And you can even go and download my new freebie. If you go to my website, lindsaymaloney.com, you can find it. It's all about, these are, it's a list of all the workflows that I have in my business. And I put them all in Asana and I just know the action steps that need, that I need to get through in order to get something done. So for example, like a podcast episode, you know, weekends are when I normally record them. So I'll write that down. That's one of my goals for Saturday to get the podcast recorded. And then I will go into my Asana and I'll go get my Asana workflow and I'll work through it until I can check it off. The action steps are really important because sometimes we don't realize writing one task down for the day can entail a lot of things. So you can write down, oh, I need to do my webinar on Thursday. Well, a webinar has a lot involved in it. That's a beast. 
So if you have like, oh, I only have three things to do today, a webinar, a podcast episode, and I need to also um, connect with a client. Okay, well, those all involve different amounts of time and energy. So maybe you could just break those out a little bit. Maybe do the podcast on Saturday, work on the webinar, give yourself Monday through Friday to do the webinar and reach out to your clients when they need you, right? We don't need to do everything in one day. It's just, it's just crazy. We don't need to be doing that. And breaking things down with action steps helps you get the big picture of what it's going to take to actually get this done. And then it's, I think you'll probably just have to do a reassessment on how you're going to um, plan out your week. Just a suggestion. Number four is I connect every single day on social media because I post every single day. And I like to do stories. That's how I connect with my audience. I also will connect with them via comments on my profile. I will go through and comment on other people. I will connect with my clients and my students. I will do as much as possible to get that that human connection to keep that strong. You know, sometimes there goes, there happens to be a day where you're just not present whatsoever on social media. That's okay. And that's usually for me, it's like probably on a Sunday, but during the week, I make sure that I am very present and I'm connecting with people. I don't, um, I'm not the type of person who ignores comments on my profile. I think that's just rude. Of course, yes, some things might completely miss me, but I am really good about making sure I connect with as many people as possible through social media, through my Facebook group. It's, I'm all about it. And number five is just plan ahead. I like to take a look at the next seven days, make sure I'm set up for everything that's going to happen. I'll look at my calendar, make sure that's up to date, make sure my planner is up to date for everything that's going on, and make sure I'm prepared for everything. And I only like to do that about seven days ahead because things change, you know, student calls change, client calls will change. And if you're working too far ahead, some of it might be for nothing. So I think seven days is a good outlook and it kind of prepares you for um, what you need to be doing in order to make that happen smoothly and simply. And my bonus tip is educate. You should never stop learning in your business. There are many, many, many things we are always going to be soaking in. So I deemed my Wednesdays Wedmore Wednesdays because I'm in James Wedmore's next level and he just has a bank of resources, of course, that we can go in and learn. So every Wednesday, I will take some time and go and learn something new that could possibly help me grow my business and that could possibly help me grow my clients' business, my students' businesses, because Everything that I learn, I project out to the people who are here to learn from me, right? So it's important for me to always be building on my skills. And I was finding that sometimes it's really tempting to just stay in your own world and not learn because, you know, it's, you don't have time for it or whatever. But then I just have some a task that's constant on every Wednesday and it's Wedmore Wednesday and that's what I do. Even if it's just for 15 minutes, if that's all I have time for totally fine. But if I don't have anything pressing to do, I will take the afternoon and I'll go in and learn as much as I can because that helps me brush up my skills and helps me be a better coach. So think of how you can be a better coach. What do you need to do every single day to make yourself, to optimize yourself, to be the best that you can be on that day and make sure there are things that you can stick to that feel easy to you, that feel light 
and they will definitely take your business to a whole new level if you stay consistent with them. So if you have any questions about these, let me know and I will see you on the next episode. Want 10 ways for you to start booking your dream clients? I created this workbook for you because I wanted to share my best tips on how I book mine. You're not going to believe how easy these are and I know you'll be able to take my tips and put them into action ASAP so you can start working with your dream clients. To grab the workbook for free, all you have to do is go to lindsaymaloney.com podcast. Hey coaches, are you a member of the Book Your Dream Clients community yet? Because you should be. Just go to dreamclientcommunity.com to request free access. We do fun things like website audits, challenges, and we even have a book club. Join the free Dream Client community now and we'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. If you want to find out more information how you can work with me, just head on over to my website, lindsaymaloney.com. You will be able to see how you can work with me privately or in a group setting. I'm all about helping you start and scale your coaching business, so I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you want bonus points, take a screenshot of a review and tag me on your Instagram story. I'd love to see it and share it with my audience. And plus, you don't want to miss another episode.